there were there were a lot of surprises that first Christmas. Shepherds surprised by angels, Mary and Joseph surprised by shepherds, all who are present with them amazed, surprised at the message the shepherds convey. I bring you good news of great joy for all the people, for to you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. It's not what anybody's expecting, I'm sure, but God is never really confined by our expectations. Our Savior comes as a newborn who will one day be called Son of God. Our Savior comes from a poor peasant family, not from a palace. The birth is announced by angels to shepherds, not priests or prophets or kings. Mary would have been getting ready to give birth there in her home, surrounded by her mother and maybe her aunts and a neighborhood midwife all present to help. But instead, at the very last minute, she and Joseph have to pack up their bags and walk to Bethlehem, a journey that is going to take them at least six or seven days on foot. Life is like that. It's full of unexpected twists and turns full of surprises, sometimes happy, sometimes not. Christmas cards often depict Mary and Joseph traveling alone through the desert. You know this, they're always blue with gold and silver embossments. Mary and Joseph traveling alone through the desert, Mary on the back of the donkey, a single star illuminating their way as they journey on. But if they were fortunate enough to actually own a donkey, the donkey would have been carrying all the luggage and the food and the water, and Mary would have walked. And the road wasn't through the desert, and they would have walked in the daytime so they could have seen where they were going. Children's stories and Christmas pageants have us imagining Mary and Joseph arriving in Bethlehem to a string of hotels and motels where neon, no vacancy signs glow red in the dark. But Bethlehem is Joseph's hometown. Bethlehem is where Joseph's family are from. And this is first century Middle East, and people don't stay in hotels. They stay with people they know. Houses are one and a half stories tall. The sleeping quarters and the living quarters are on the upper level. And the ground level is where they store things and they bring the livestock in for the night. So when Luke says, Luke says it's really uh, when they arrived, there was no place for them in the guest room. It's not the word in, it's a bad translation. No, Luke says when they arrived at the family home, there was no room left in the guest room. People were packed into the house. The couch is already taken. And so somebody basically makes up some cots for them in the garage. It's not an ideal place to have a baby, but there were certainly plenty of people around to help and to celebrate and to gaze with wonder at this newborn child now wrapped up with love and nestled cozily in a trough with straw. God's blessing 
finds us even when we may not be where we had hoped or expected. When the shepherds show up to share the message of hope that they have received, a message of good news for all people, to you is born this day in the city of David, a Savior who is the Messiah, the Lord. There's amazement, there's puzzlement, there's celebration, there's pondering. Christmas is always about God's love surprising us with a Savior who comes to us again and again and again in unexpected ways and in unexpected places and through unexpected people. The Advent gatherings, the celebrations, the decorating, the baking, the pageants, the caroling, the wrapping of gifts, all of this is about our participation, our making space to be surprised by love, to experience the magic, the wonder, the joy in ways we didn't anticipate. Unexpected thank you cards and gift cards and show up in our mailboxes and on our office counters and tables. People we have never imagined we would have received anything from reach out having two young women visit us from Ukraine just a couple of weeks ago in our church, being joyfully surprised to find people, including adults, still go caroling and then being surprised by all the people who choose to go, being overwhelmed by weeks of meals delivered and kindnesses from neighbors and family and friends maybe being in the hospital this last week and having an emergency surgery and then finding yourself home before Christmas, pain-free for the first time in weeks and weeks and weeks, humbled by love outpoured. It's the spontaneous gift to the postal carrier or that extra big tip to the server at the restaurant. It's noticing one another and cherishing and appreciating and showing gratitude and surprising one another. Always we shall celebrate and share in the unexpected gift of God's presence in Jesus who has come to save. It doesn't matter where we are. God's love finds us. As Stephen Charlson says, when it arrives, you'll feel it. Even if you can't see anything different, you'll feel it. The presence of the sacred changes everything. It moves into the space around us and occupies it and fills it with a presence that cannot be perceived or sensed. I'm sorry, that can be perceived or sensed, even if we cannot see it with our eyes. In the same way you can feel somebody or sense them standing behind you when they crept up behind you and never made a sound with their approach. So be alert if you've been praying. Be aware if you have a need. A loving presence, a power that cares, is coming to you in an unexpected pregnancy, a last-minute trip to Bethlehem, a field alight with angels, strangers at the door proclaiming the good news. To you is born this night a Savior, bringing peace and healing and joy.